I noticed the other day that I uh, was writing the word April for May for all of the episodes <laughs> this month. I don't know why I've got April on the brain and I did that, but I went ahead and changed it. So for those of you who have gone to the podcast and gone, uh, something's wrong here and you didn't recognize it well, shame on you. You should have said something to me, but uh, oh well, it is what it is what it is. My wife turned me on to an author by the name of Michael Conley. And if you enjoy reading some of his fiction books, um, I decided I would uh, do that. I, I don't generally read fiction. Uh, one of my favorite authors uh, of current times is John Grisham. I like his lawyer books. I haven't read anything of uh, his other things. Some of his law books have been okay. Um, he lives, I believe, somewhere in the... Uh, Destin area, Pensacola, up along the Panhandle, and um, I think we bumped into each other one day a few years back. But I really do like the way he thinks and the way he writes. But when it comes to um, these books, Michael Conley, I can relate to. It's about uh, Rodimus Bosch, uh, Harry Bosch, and Amazon Prime, I believe it is, or Am Amazon, uh, they did a, a series and I don't know if they're coming back with any more. He's an LAPD detective, and um, it's it's a pretty good thing. I mean, I'm really actually enjoying it. So I've read uh, Black Echo, he wrote back in 92, Black Ice, Concrete Blonde, Last Coyote, and I just finished today, uh, Trunk Music. Now, if you have a subscription to Audible, uh, again, as much as I think uh, Bezos should be knocked down in pegs. And I'm adamantly opposed to these billionaires doing foundations and trust perpetuate wealth and not getting it back into the free flow of commerce. I could go on for hours on that. One of these days I will. I'll do that. I'll, I'll teach you a little bit about how charities and foundations are destroying the nation. And they, they literally are. But um, yeah, I'm Amazon, uh, Audible, they uh, have their books. And I what did I've been doing two things. I've been reading the book and listening to it. That's my new thing. So I I have the book on my uh, on my iPads and on my phone, and so I'll read it. My wife doesn't like that. She can't stand electronic books. She likes to get the paperback or the hardback. But I um, I read about. Um, well, let me take a look here. I have between fiction and nonfiction. Most of them are nonfiction. I have fifty one books currently in process, and that's just the way I read. I just uh, Things like college and having overloaded classes, and I just I, I, I gig on that. It has to do with research. I think as a forecaster, you have to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You have to put it together. You follow your lead, and again, I I really enjoyed uh, being an investigator 197 years ago. So what I did with trunk music, I would I would read the chapter and then I would listen to the audio, and I enjoyed the flavor and tone of the um, of the fella who did the um, most recent one, which again is trunk music. And it gave me a, some different views. I mean, you read one thing, you get uh, you build paint pictures in your head, but then when somebody says it, you get a little bit of different flavor. So if you haven't done something like that, uh, a little recommendation. Michael Conley is uh, an interesting guy, and uh, let me tell you a little bit about him. So Michael Conley was born in 1956, so he's about my age. He writes detective novels and, and uh, crime fiction, primarily, again, featuring LAPD and Detective Hieronymus Bosch, Harry Bosch. And he also does a defense attorney by the name of Mickey Holler. Um, Best-selling author, uh, over 30 novels. And um, 
getting close to 100 million copies sold worldwide. His first net ec- uh, first book was uh, called Black Echo, and it won a uh, Mystery Writers Award for uh, in the United States, the uh, Egger Award. In 2002, Clint Eastwood uh, directed a movie adaptation of his 97 book, uh, Bloodwork. And um, The Lincoln Lawyer is also an adaptation of uh, his book, uh, Matthew McConaughey, you might remember him, um, in that uh, in that school, in that item. He, he graduated from University of Florida, pretty, pretty cool, and um, he was born in Philadelphia, and the family uh, moved to Fort Lauderdale. He attended uh, high school down there, and he got interested in uh, crime, crime stories. So one thing led to another, just a normal everyday kid figuring one thing out led to another, and he started writing. He went to the University of Florida in Gainesville. He was going to go into construction, and uh, like I said, one thing led to another, and he started reading uh, Philip Marlowe. Uh, Chandler's books, Raymond Chandler's, and um, he got hooked. So he transferred to journalism from uh, construction and communications. He majored in journalism, a minor in creative writing, and he got a beat at the uh, Daytona Beach News Journal when you had real journalists, which you don't have today. He did that for a few years, and um, like I said, one thing led to another. In 87, I think it was, he moved to California, and um, these books are pretty damn good. So if you get a chance, I'd recommend them. I also, years ago, had an opportunity to do something that was uh, just pure, unadulterated luck. I was reading the book, Rich Man, Poor Man. Of course, this goes back into the <clears throat> early, early 80s. I think it's probably 81, 82. And literally, when I read the last page and turned the cover of the hardcover, the ABC miniseries, Rich Man, Poor Man, began. And I literally finished that book as the, uh, the series began. It was uh, a really cool event. So I mentioned a little bit about the last few days I've talked about you really don't need to go to a gym that you can exercise at home. And one of the things that you can do by exercising at home is to have a workout partner. And your workout partner doesn't need to be family. This is one of those things where Zoom and having people where you don't need to do the jumping and all that in front of each other. What you can do is you simply say, hey, this is what I did today. And it's more of an accountability thing and just chatting and going through things. Well, one of the things that does is kind of just follow the logic. Let's say you're spending anywhere from $20 to $50 a month on a, a gym membership. Let's use $50. Well, you're saving yourself $600 a year. And let's, again, you've heard me talking about uh, eating at home, preparing meals, you know, doing those old-fashioned things where you have people come over, uh, dinner parties, and instead of going nuts and getting expensive wine and beer and everything else, you know, have people bring a little bit more of a potluck. You know, see them. Maybe let's say you're going to do... Uh, Mexican, right? I used to do Mexican. So somebody, you know, who's going to bring over some bean dip and who's going to bring over some enchiladas and who's going to bring over some tacos or, you know, again, kind of just kind of just work it uh, together. Maybe uh, it's a pot lucky. Everybody kicks in 10 bucks and um, we're all going to um, figure out, uh, go shopping for the specific ingredients. And then when we're done, you know, whatever's left over, divide it and give it back. A lot of things like that you can do. So let's say you save another... I don't know, let's say you save an extra $100 a, a month not going out. Well, between your gym membership and not going out, you save yourself 1800 bucks. And unfortunately, people, sometimes I know you listen to these things, and you go, so what? So if you're a little bit older, this won't apply as much to you. But uh, for those of you who are younger, just listen to this, okay? Just bear with me for a second. You put away a grand total of $150 a month, and you do that for 40 years. I know that's a long time, but for 40 years, you put away a total of a little over $72,000. $72, 
Now, if you can average a 12% rate of return, you don't panic when things go down. You actually have an advisor like myself who will talk you off the cliff. You know what the biggest advantage of working with somebody like me is? It's, it's really, really simple. The biggest advantage is I can tell you why I can honk the horn. Yeah. Don't look out. Don't do that. Just stick with it. That's the biggest advantage. I know. Here's the thing that I, I know all the time. I'm big man on campus. I can do it myself. Okay. I don't need anybody to tell me it's like riding a bike. Investing is the easiest thing in the world. Well, you're full of crap. You're going to have problems and eventually uh, you're going to get screwed up. That's all there is to it. Everybody has to have an independent advisor out there because we know the rules. So what I just told you, 40 years, you put 72 grand away, 12%. How much money you got? You got basically $1.5 million. If we want to get super specific, it's a million four, 69, 566 and 86 cents. So let's just round it to $1.5 million. I, I get it. 40 years from now, a million is not going to be what it is today. A million today is nowhere near what it was 20, 40, 60 years ago. But I have people all the time who say, I can't, I can't, I can't screw you. Yes, you can. It's, a, it's you know, like one of the things people do, and I, I've got uh, several people I know who literally can't do this. They can't budget. <laughs> they can't budget. It, it, budgeting is impossible. My son makes a very good point. He said, you don't need to budget. If as long as you pay yourself first, literally what he's like, he'll tell people in, in talks that we give. He said, if you look, just listen to what my dad says, you just pay yourself first. Okay. So if you sit down and say, okay, I want to be rich in 40 years. I need to save $300 a month. That's what I need to save. Say, if, you, if I save $300 a month and over time, what's that going to be worth? What's going to be worth a lot of money. So again, you know, real simple mathematics. If you invest $300 a month and the country doesn't go to hell in a handbasket completely blow up, if you get a good solid 12% rate of return, which is, I know, aggressive, I get that, but you're going to have just under $3 million. Now let's just change the figures around just a little bit. Let's change that figure to $400 a month. That's what you're going to average, okay? $400. And let's say you're a little bit more aggressive and long-term you average a 14% rate of return. Guys, you realize that's $7 million, $6,923,326. Okay, you say, well, you know, I don't have that much time available. I just, you know, if I got another 20 years to work, that'll be a lot. Okay, okay. So you save $400, $100 a week, $400 a month. In 20 years, you put away $96,000. But you got to be a little bit more aggressive with your money because you got to make up for, for time you lost. Now you got $469,000, just under half a million dollars. So guess what? Instead of going to the movies on a real regular basis, take a time to read a book. You know, maybe you might want to get an Amazon subscription and actually use the damn thing. I don't know what it costs. Let's take a look real quickly. You know what? I've got an Amazon Prime account. I'm not going to dig into it uh, while I'm sitting talking to you guys. So he here's the thing, okay? I, th I think we pay $119 maybe a year for a thing. But you, here's the thing. It's time value of money. If, and if you enjoy, if you can curate, you know, listening to audiobooks, okay, so you... You get one a month. That's kind of cool. You read and you actually have people that you can discuss things with rather than surface stupid stuff. That's one of the problems I can't stand is that everybody's pitching, everybody's selling. And how about just having some people that you can actually have a conversation with? Start a book club for crying out loud. In fact, uh, I might actually start doing that. We did that years ago. We started a podcast, uh, three of us, and we were talking about Donald Trump. This was when he was uh, considering running for president, and we were, we were going to talk about the art of the deal. 
Uh, we had some problems with the people that we were working with. We had a dump on it. But yeah, just talk about something. And that's your pleasure and enjoyment. Make some popcorn up. Hey, listen, here, here's an idea. Everybody's going to make some popcorn up and we're going to read the art of the deal. Okay, forget who it is. And we're just going to read it. And you you read one or two chapters a week and you go through the whole thing and you get together on Zoom and you talk about it. Not tough, is it? The problem is somebody has to organize it. You realize that half the people you start with will fall off, at least half, because most people are morons. But just do something like that. Just actually have a conversation. There's a lot of stuff out there. You, you can do so much. What's the point? Well, you save money, okay? You save money. And let's say instead of saving $400, you're saving $800 a month for the next 20 years. You're getting that 14% rate of return. And guess what you got, guys? $939,917. Ooh, well, we're real close. Maybe if we're a little more aggressive and we get, oh, let's say a 14.5% rate of return, what could we have? Well, you've got 999407 Well, gosh, if we're that close, maybe if we save $900 a month, yeah, you'd have $1.1 million. You see, that's what an advisor does. An advisor does things like really basic stuff because you can, some of you have got an extra $900 in your budget, but you're just doing stupid stuff with it, okay? The only time you slack up and you tighten up your belt is when you get into trouble. Don't do that. I get it. I get it. Cronaroni, the rice-a-roni, you know, sucks. But so many people literally, oh, well, geez, it's Friday night. Let's go get a pizza, blah, 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 okay? Let's go get a pizza. It's pizza night. Okay, pizza night. What's it going to cost you? A hundred bucks by the time you get uh, all the different things out there. And uh, let's say you do pizza night for 40 years. I mean, yeah, pizza night. Let's, let's just do pizza night. Here's what we're going to do. So if we're averaging, let's say, a 12% rate of return on our money, and um, every week, not counting inflation, we're just throwing 100 bucks away on Friday night pizza night, right? You do it for 40 years. Well, you spent $208,000, almost 209000 12% rate of return is $4.2 million. So for those of you who are driving truck, who are plumbers, who are contractors, you mow lawns, okay? You're making basic minimum wage, but you're blowing that 100 bucks every week. I don't want to hear about it. You're the doctor. You're the lawyer. You're working for some firm. You know, you've got that employee mentality. You got your high school degree. You got your bachelor's degree. You got your law degree. You might even have a, a doctorate or something. Keep it. Yeah, oh, yeah, boy, you just got that mindset where you just, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's and dot the I's and cross the T's. Your creative thinking sucks. Oh, you got creative thinking in whatever area that you may have, but more than likely, you're just going through whatever the procedures are. Doctors are the same damn way. But then when it comes to personal finance, you get all screwed up. Oh, but you're so GD smart. You can do it all yourself, right? Don't need an advisor. Don't need anybody to talk to. Yeah. That's the reason why the world's, well, I'm not going to go there. This isn't tough stuff. I keep talking about it all the time. It is what it is, what it is. Today, eh, just talked a little bit more about this than I probably should have, but it's, I'm trying to motivate you. I'm trying to motivate you because this is real life stuff. When you get down towards the end of your life, you start looking back and you say, what I really do? I can tell you in my case, I have done a lot of shit, a lot. And I've had a ball the entire time. A shame, think something new under sun. Mm. You can't take back some things. This song is called Try So Hard. No. It's a little bit of technology, road trip, lifestyle type of thing, you know, nightlife, fashion. It's uh, more of a uh, funk retro. They all see, but they all see is you. 
need help. Try so hard. Hope you enjoy it. Try so hard to cover up your games. You try so hard. Uh, hoping that one day uh, something gon' change. So remember, we'll be back tomorrow. This is a daily podcast. Feel free to tell family, friends, neighbors, relatives, co-workers. This is not an investment advisory podcast. This is just me opining on whatever it is I want to opine. Good opportunity to sit back in the afternoon if you want, before dinner or after dinner with a glass of wine, and a little good whiskey, and uh, sit back and chill. The whole thing here is... To prompt you to think. I poke things and uh, poke the bear. I have no problem poking the bear. By the way, you know what? If a bear comes after you, you know what you do? Just kick him. Kind of like a like like a shark. Just kick him. Pop him in the nose. Crawl right back at him. Be surprised. The bigger they are, the easier they are to scare. One of the reasons I talked to you a little bit today about uh, saving some money is that inflation is coming. It's going to absolutely wreak havoc on the economy. Some of you are going to get slaughtered. But uh, if you've been to the grocery store, you've been to coffee shops, you've been to drugstores, hell, if you've been to the gas station, man, you have seen some nasty inflation is coming. That's my opinion. Do whatever you want to do. Make more, spend less, adjust your expectations to do a combination of three of them. We said the same thing for, gosh, an awful long time. And remember, if you got people in your life that aren't working with you, they're working against you. Those people, you dump. Get them out. <laughs>